0: Okay, so we are right smack dab in the middle of the holidays. It is crazy busy, and I just want to remind everyone before I get into the things we can do is to remind them to take some time for, everyone should take some time for themselves because it is really busy, whether it's like closing your eyes for 20 minutes or just some deep breaths. (laughs) We're going to be with lots of family and friends and just remember to take that time. So once you've done that, you can carve out little chunks of time. I think some of my favorite things to do over Christmas uh, or the holidays are to bake traditional cookies and treats. There's nothing better than just walking to the kitchen and smelling gingerbread, or I've made my springerly cookies. They're aniseed cookies, which have a very distinct smell, delicious. And you can give those always treats. You can enjoy them if you have people over, go to people's homes. So John, do you have a, I'm here with my producer, John Iannuzzi. Do you have a favorite treat that you like to bake with your family or something that you grew up with?
1: It's funny because there's one in particular that my wife cannot stand, and even I think the smell of <laughs> it drives her up the wall. But there's an Italian—I don't know if it's a pastry or dessert—but it's it is called struffoli and it is a fried little ball dipped in honey. It's very hard to eat because it's like basically sticking your hand in a, in a pot of honey. But it's very sticky, and then it's festooned with these little um, sprinkles,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's served on like a pie tray, and it's a delicious messy holiday treat and and i love it and i you know it's funny i find comfort in the routine of all of this right i mean there's something when, when one of the holiday one of the christmas traditions that we're so used to doesn't happen i feel gypped
0: i agree <laughs> i feel like i, <laughs> I want them all <laughs> i do too and i spent the last week baking all these cookies and and one of them was very popular in my house, the ginger cookies
1: karen if if Instagram had a smell, <laughs> I literally could smell in your posts. It was fantastic
0: <laughs> well, those gingerbread cookies were so good that I made a lot and it takes they're they're not hard, but it's a two step process where you make the the dough for it it's just you know butter, sugar, molasses, spices, flour really easy then you cover that dough up, put it in the fridge for a couple hours because it's a lot more manageable because you're going to roll it into small balls and roll it in sugar and bake it. So one of my kids came in and said, wow, those are really good. Well, I bought some special tins to give to people and I went in and there were not many left. But that's... They were consumed in your house? They were pretty much okay, all consumed. Well. So, you know, they got the, the you know, they got the holiday tradition right there. But my grandmother used to send about six silver tins. I have not been able to find these things ever again, but these six, like I don't know if it's a couple gallons, I'm not sure, but they were big. And she would bake, she must've been baking for days, the Springerly cookies, the uh, Danish almond butterball cookies, and that was such a huge part. Each of us in the family had our favorite cookie that she made, so I agree. These These traditions really bring back memories. And yeah, without them, I feel gypped as well.
1: There's something about peeling back that wax paper when people give you homemade cookies. And one year we we actually figured, okay, we'll make ornaments for the tree um, made out of cookies. So we would, you know, hollow a little piece of the top of the gingerbread man's head to weave the twine through and we put them all up. And the only thing I didn't factor in was how high a German Shepherd could reach. <laughs> Half the tree was naked. Half the tree oh no. was naked. And while she was in there, she bit the lights too.
0: Oh no, kids so and dogs. So hang them
1: high on the tree.
0: Kids and dogs, I know. Yes, that in the, yeah, you could make those, the cookies or the, the dough, I guess they the, the um, normal kind of Play-Doh, I guess. <laughs> Homemade. But, um, wow, okay. The other thing you can do is have a cookie decorating party. That's something that I remember as a child. One of our family friends, again, she must have been in the kitchen for a long time because there were at least 10 kids there. She would make all these different... She uh, cookies, sugar cookies. And then she had little stations where you had icing, different colors of icing. And each kid got, it looked like a popsicle stick to paint them. And that's something that always stuck out in my mind, in my head, as I remembered kind of Christmas and the holiday, holiday period. And so I've done that with my children, my own boys, and their friends over the years, which is, it's just really fun. It's a great way. Kids are always super excited about Christmas. So,
1: What age did your sons start to realize that this was a special time of year
0: probably about maybe about three i think anything before that is like just the excitement of just presents. but you could just give them a box and they're happy with it (laughs) that's where i got fooled but but probably around three or four and just that excitement i mean the advent calendar the presents and I just love it, not only for kids, but it really is for me, it's better to give than to receive. To think of a really special gift for someone and to see the look on their face or just know that they're going to be so happy. Uh, several years back, I had a gift company called Present Perfect, and it was customized gifts, and it was so much fun. I definitely had a knack for picking the right gift. I would just ask, you know, a bunch of questions about the recipient, and and it was great to get that feedback. Even then, it was like kind of like Christmas all year long. And <laughs> you'd hear that people were so happy to get these gifts, and you'd really put the 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 person who was giving the gift had put some thought into it, or together we'd come up with something. So I think that's a really special December. Is such a happy month, I feel when there's just so much kindness and and giving right now.
1: You know, I was thinking about this too. It doesn't have to end on the twenty sixth that that week between christmas and the new year that's a really special time too i think that people settle into a slower pace right the expectations of everyone in, in the workplace are a little bit little bit less take advantage of that right
0: yes i think the lead up to christmas it it's so almost frenetic that's why it's good to take
1: i your sent time. you an email saying we we're hauling but to the to the finish line yes. here on this podcast and and I know everyone listening probably is too. You feel like you're just careening towards the the last week of the of the month.
0: It's true and it's so much fun there's so much excitement, but I do love afterward like Boxing Day the 26th. It's a great day to visit friends and you know even exchange gifts then or just to have that time where everything like you said it's sort of like Okay, we can relax. That's It's over, but happy memories. And it's leading up to the new year. And yes, but with that in mind, uh, before the Boxing Day and Christmas, I am thinking of a gift guide because I, I'm always thinking about gifts as well. And I think there's some really amazing people that we've had on, guests that we've had on the podcast, and they have some really, really special products. So... That is up on Instagram, and we're going to be going over those probably every day right up until Christmas, so you can find those. They're all online, everything from even the In-Rome Cooking School. That is a great gift for anyone traveling over to Rome. They actually do virtual classes as well. We've got the Duchy who makes her fabulous treats and life raft treats, so all of those things are going to be up there, and... It's a great time to get out and, and have a peek. I have uh, a whole list, so please feel free to check that out.
1: I guess remind us where to find this on Instagram. So
0: Cultivated by Karen Show. Thank you, John. But I will have all the information there, and yeah, happy shopping.
1: We have a few minutes. Why don't we run through some of these?
0: So, yeah, so we have, if you are local in South Florida, Amici Market, they're probably not doing a lot of shipping, but he has incredible, it's an incredible resource market for really any kind of gift, food related. The, as I mentioned, In Rome Cooking School, Spindrift has some great merchandise in addition to, of course, their, their other, their sparkling beverages.
1: Great mixers, I'm assuming.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes, they do. They have those mixers, which are really, really good. Um, you know, there's Millstone Farm. They've got a shop online, a store. You can sign up for one of their food shares. Um, it Probably closer, I guess they do year-round, but maybe closer to the spring. The Dutchie has her great, uh, all her cakes, her incredible cakes and other baked goods. She just says feel free to reach out to her on Her Instagram, which, of course, I will have on our Instagram. Link will be. And if you're
1: listening on YouTube, just look down in the comment section. There'll be links to all this there. I I did, by the way, repost pictures of some of her cakes for days after our Uh, interview.
0: Those are incredible. I mean, that was, yeah, those are really special. I couldn't
1: help but think she said that people come from far and wide and she doesn't deliver. So you right. have to you have to you know make an appointment to to go to Millbrook, and they drive the cakes back to Boston. Yes, and I think I have a hard time having a cup of coffee in the car. So hats <laughs> off to the people who are sh- shipping these you know transporting these cakes because they really are works of art.
0: They are. I mean, food is love. But I don't know how you could even cut into one of those. I, mean, I, would, I I couldn't do it. I'd let someone else do the cutting. But and then life
1: raft treats. Life raft. Your I watched the video. I think of your son's opening.
0: Yes, they had. What looked not not like a box fried of chicken. fried chicken, right? Not fried chicken. It was unbelievable. Those they've got all sorts of treats. She's got. She's just incredible. An incredible pastry chef. Very talented and has. Things for almost, I think, every holiday and in between. So definitely check that out. They're also on Gold Belly. There's DATG, Dreams Aren't That's Good, the Salsa Packs, and, of course, Champlain Valley Apiaries.
1: If I could say something about that, too. Yes. I, I learned over the last few years that not all honey is equal and not all honey is honey. That's right. Um, a lot of the stuff that you buy, you know, it, it's it's like rice sugar colored mm. To look like honey. So just, you know, spend a little more time thinking about what type of honey you're acquiring.
0: It's true. And, you know, if you go to their website, they've got the honey, they've got beeswax products. And yes, and actually, I have tried their honey, and it is delicious. I mean, you can taste that difference. And as Curtis Mraz, our guest that day was talking about all the floral notes in it, you can absolutely taste that. And to me, it's worth it. It might be I think it's on par with, with normal honey at the market, but even a dollar more, it is definitely worth it. And like you said, John, you know
1: it's it's real honey. Since producing this show, I've learned to appreciate two things, honey and real maple, maple oh, yes. syrup.
0: Oh, yes. And Run amok. I mean, that is, yes, the premium maple syrup. They've got all their maple products. They've got their bitters and their mixers. And I mean, I think they even have a sparkling, well, they still do, the sparkling maple syrup. But hurry up because I saw that it's going fast. It's going fast. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. you got to get on there. And lastly, you've got uh, J. Earl & Sons. So if you go to their website, uh, they have so many different bar accoutrements and really fabulous vintage products. So we've got that list and it'll be posted every day. We'll be reminding you. So hope this helps your shopping
1: and I I would just say again it's been a real treat working on this show the last couple of months and I know we have some really exciting things coming in 2023 want to give us a sneak peek about any of that Mm,
0: yes well we have got a chocolatier a Danish chocolatier and we will be sipping hot chocolate with him John in January which sounds like a great idea to me so we've got um, a coffee coming up and some caviar just in time for Valentine's Day. And we've also got a Native American chef. Um, that was a great episode that will be coming up soon. And uh, yes, yeah, so stay tuned because we have got a great, great lineup in the new year. So John, it's been, I'm so grateful to be working with you. And yes, we've had a great a great run thus far, and I look forward to 2023.
1: And I would just say that people listening, we, we see the numbers increasing every week, which we're so grateful for. Um, feel free to, you know, give us a review on whatever platform you're listening and subscribing on, and uh, drop us a line uh, in the comment section.
0: Yep, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Happy holidays to everyone. Happy holidays to everyone.